0: might be wondering what many in the entertainment field have been doing during the coronavirus lockdown. And in the case of Oscar-winning actress Kate Blanchett, the answer is trying to kill yourself in the most redneck way possible. The Australian woman won the Oscar for lead actress for her role in the movie Blue Jasmine in 2014 and could also play Lucille Ball in a movie that's still in the works, but with Hollywood shut down, has been at home in her country house in East Sussex, England, and she's apparently been tidying up a bit, and that must have involved clearing brush or working in the woods or something because Blanchette injured herself in a chainsaw accident week before last. She later described the accident as merely a nick to the head.
1: (laughs) She's tougher than I'm ever going to be right now, Cliff, Uh, I'm going to tell you, because if a chainsaw (laughs) comes anywhere close to my head... It's going to be more than a Nick. (laughs) Just imagine what I could have to live through. Oh, well, you couldn't miss. (laughs) I mean, it would be like shooting fish in a barrel there. (laughs) No, thanks. (laughs) Well, Cliff, Saturday night, I was sitting around the house pretty late watching Netflix and, well, having a cold, refreshing drink along with me, and it kind of struck me. If this year, 2020, was a drink. You know. What kind of drink would this year be so far? And I think it would be a colonoscopy prep. I really do. <laughs> well, you would know, now wouldn't well, you? Well, if you've ever had one, you know exactly what that tastes like, and that's what 2020 is <laughs> tasting like right now. Yeah. Cliff, you ever read a story and it brings back a bad memory for you? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the t- I have many bad memories. <laughs> well, it? yes, I have a collection of them yeah <laughs> thinking of writing a book, but mm-hmm. I read this morning a California company is selling hand sanitizer that yeah. has the fragrance of Chanel number no. five okay now Chanel number no. five Cliff happens to be one of my all time best perfumes that I like to smell, yes, and um, uh, I love that stuff. I can smell it from a mile away, mm-hmm. But, uh, they're selling it for eighty five dollars for a small little bottle of this sanitizer that smells like Chanel number no. Five. Mm-hmm. And the bad memory is, yeah, many years ago, I bought a young lady a bottle of Chanel number no. five, and I noticed after a few days, I wasn't getting my smell of Chanel Number no. Five around her. And when I asked her about it, she said, I poured that down the sink because that's an old lady's perfume <laughs> <laughs> that's harsh cliff I'm telling you you could have said you dropped it and it broke
0: yeah. something
1: like that. I got out of my car and it fell on the you know on the pavement and cracked open, but no, it's an old lady's perfume, and I poured it down the sink. Mm. <sighs> I'm about to tear up, Cliff. Here's Luke Combs <laughs> and Harry Church on the Morning Road
0: Show. Weed, it appears that this story of love gone awry in England turned to reconciliation and then once again it went south. 41 year old Dekka Ahmed was estranged from her boyfriend, who's by the way 28 but must have had thoughts about getting back together because she broke lockdown and sent him a text from the front door of his apartment building announcing her presence by saying, Surprise! I've got a bottle of wine. Sylvester's ruleless heart may have fluttered at the news because soon he was letting the woman into his apartment and getting the corkscrew to open the bottle. Things were soon to turn south, however, because in his haste to serve the wine and get on with other events... He served the drink in the wrong type of glass. This apparently upset Ahmed. She threw the glass at him. Boyfriend ducked, and when he looked up, the woman had a belt and began to strike him about 10 times before he got her out the front door. The now fully jilted woman did the one thing left that any respectable British female would do when placed in such a situation she dropped her drawers and pooped on his doorstep. <laughs>
1: Well why wouldn't you, Cliff? I mean if they give you the wrong glass.
0: <laughs> it makes total sense to me. I'd hate to I have just,
1: Go ahead. I don't I don't understand how people can poop on command. I don't know either. <laughs> it's like it was um well, what do they call that when you commit a crime and you yeah. plotted it all out beforehand? Your modus operandi? Or your yeah, no, I know what you're yeah. Whatever it is, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's a pre planned and something like that. Yeah, I'd hate to have her over and serve <laughs> wine in a Dixie cup. You know what? <laughs> no. What would she do if you pulled out a Dixie cup? Oh on my her? goodness! I've lost the window on my car, Cliff. It's gone. The window. Yes, it's gone. When? How could you lose it? The door ate it and won't give it back to me. Oh. <laughs> Is it the uh, driver's side? No.
0: Passenger side.
1: Yes, the one I never ever use until yesterday, and then. <laughs> boom, <laughs> there it went for it was the like, second time <laughs> so this is not the first time this has happened no and you know you don't use that window very often when you're riding around by yourself you just don't roll it down for yeah. one reason the lining in the top of the roof is starting to peel off and well, if you get a lot of I mean, wind in there that's here that's it all your goes. car yes that's just your car yes <laughs> but the window's gone and I'm telling you yeah. you haven't lived until you've taped a uh, trash bag where your window's supposed to be, because, you know, it's going to rain tomorrow and could have heavy rains. Yeah. And it's like driving to work this morning with a flag flapping in your ear. It is loud when the wind hits that trash bag. No matter what I did, I tried everything. I've got more tape on there. About a half a roll <laughs> of Gorilla tape trying so, to hold that so in there.
0: could you not disassemble the door and manually, like, pull up the window and then... Just remember to never put it down again.
1: Well, I know from past experience, there's a little, I think they call it the actuator. And when it breaks, it won't hold back up. You can put it Uh, up, but it'll just, whenever you bounce around, it'll drop back down. Oh, it'll
0: go back down. So once it it goes down, you
1: can't get it up again. That's exactly right. And that's where I'm sitting right here this morning, Cliff. (laughs) With rain showers coming.
0: With rain showers coming. And it's gone down, and you can't get it back up,
1: again. yes, and so i'm I'm I mean, I look longingly in the little slot there in the doorway, hoping that I could, you know like at least see the window that I used to have. <laughs> it's down in there somewhere. it's down in there somewhere, and a yeah. repair bill is on the way. nothing that yeah. probably I don't know one hundred and fifty bucks won't you know, fix on a you know two hundred and thirty dollar car <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> <sighs>
1: oh well, I'm gonna text message Cliff saying. You're kidding about your car window. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I hit the button and no. it just kept on going. Cliff. <laughs> so I'm not kidding. I'm really actually got a trash bag, three millimeters thick trash bag. You probably need a thicker one. I think so too. Cause you know, all this rain we're getting,
0: is from a tropical storm. So it's just going to be incessant. We're going to mean we're going to get inches and inches of rain.
1: And 40-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah. I may have to just pop an umbrella open inside the vehicle <laughs> and stuff it in there <laughs> to keep it out. I'm a little bit worried. I'm going to tell you, Cliff. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. Oh, my. Well, you know that line about uh, in, in most uh, weddings, you hear it all the time, you know, for richer, or poorer, and all of that stuff. Yeah. It's amazing how much the richer part makes people start rethinking the promises that they made.
0: Oh, it does. (laughs) They asked
1: uh, 2,000 people if they won the lottery, would you give your significant other half of your winnings? Like you go out and you buy a (laughs) ticket and you win $350 million. Yeah. The answers aren't very good here, Cliff, for married folks. No. No. One in six say they would quickly end the relationship and keep all of the money for themselves. And then the survey found that 36% say they would dump their partner if that person won the lottery and didn't want to split it with them. Hmm. Well, I don't think they would be that upset, Cliff, if they won $350 million and you felt offended and said, Well, if you're not going to share, I'm just leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I hate to see you go, go, but okay. (laughs) Well, Cliff... Yes, I really enjoy self-checkout myself. I enjoy doing I that.
0: I don't have a problem with it at all. I mean, I, I, a lot of people complain uh, for and have various excuses why they refuse to do it, but it really doesn't bother me. Um, so I'm more than happy to just go about and self-check.
1: I, I find that it's kind of like the only exercise and workout that I get of the day is scanning my <laughs> products
0: that, that arm that arm movement back and forth yes and i have to walk <laughs> back
1: and forth you know to get my product yeah. and put it on the scanner yeah. if it was at mm-hmm. the dollar store if they had you know self-check out there i would really get a workout there i would feel like i ran a marathon <laughs> it's right because you know it's just a dollar <laughs> yes the one thing i would change about it though yeah and maybe it's just me but i always seem to walk up to the checkout line where the bags that you get, yeah. they're all stuck together and I can't open them. And that makes me a little nervous because people are waiting and I yeah. feel like I'm slowing things up.
0: I, I, would, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, I don't really care who's backing up behind me. Y'all can just wait your turn. Um, but it is difficult to manipulate those bags because they're all stuck
1: together. And I find that one all the time. If there's one of them there, I'm going to go right to that one. So that makes me think they need to have like a, I don't know, some kind of machine, maybe a coin-operated machine (laughs) Yeah. that is there. And you put in, I don't know, a nickel, a dime, a quarter, whatever you want, whatever they want. And, you know, this machine licks your fingers (laughs) so that you can separate the bags because I'm a little bit leery now of licking my fingers in public. Before, I was like the mad licker. But now, you know, with all the virus stuff around, I just don't want to do that. You shouldn't be
0: doing that kind of thing.
1: No, and people will call
0: you out for doing it. No, that's totally right, as I have done on this program. (laughs) Yes, you have. So So if if I catch you licking your fingers in public or licking anything in public,
1: I'm going to call you out. So if they had a machine that would lick for you, (laughs) that would be perfect. And then I could get the bags open a lot easier. And nobody would have to wait behind me, and I wouldn't be nervous.
0: You know, I think if there was a machine that licked for you, there'd be a wide variety of uses for it. And that could be. What do you think, yeah, a quarter, well, 50 cents? Well, depends upon how long you wanted it to lick and how strong you wanted the tongue to be. I guess that's true. We The question that recent events at Minneapolis have thrust upon us now demands an answer. It's, well, there's likely been... A street corner in every city of the country that's seen some form of protest in recent days. And if part of your answer to the question that's demanding a response uses the terms rioters and protesters interchangeably, well, then you probably think to you, think to you need to rethink your position. Like a guy from Simi Valley, California, that we'll get to in a minute. But first, imagine yourself involved in a game of Monopoly that goes on for some 400 rounds. You and another person throwing the dice and moving your little toy around the board the difference is at the end of every round you have to hand over everything you've won to the other player lock stock and barrel finally the rules of the game change and you get to keep your winnings until that is your opponent sees that what you've assembled in your own neighborhood is pretty darn good and then becomes jealous and reaches over to set it on fire now that's basically what happened during the Tulsa race massacre of 1921 with white mobs attacked uh, when white mobs attacked a black neighborhood from both the ground and private aircraft. And yes, that means white folks drop bombs on black folks. Enter now Simi Valley, California, Mayor Pro Tem Mike Judge, who posted on social media last week that he'd like to stop any rioters found by spraying them with high-pressure raw sewage. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Just no, double okay. no.
1: Yes, no. Well, Cliff, it's been debated yeah. before, and they're still. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not really quite satisfied with the answer. But we're talking about public restrooms. Okay. And experts are now saying that your chance of getting COVID-19 from a public restroom is extremely remote. Okay. But they're not 100% sure. So don't <laughs> be telling me that it's extremely remote. Well.
0: I mean, based on the knowledge—I mean, thats uh, we have said this before about science. They come to a determination of what they—based on the knowledge that they have at this time. This is what we believe. But just as knowledge evolves and grows, so does their opinion.
1: (laughs) I just wish they would wait until they actually had a definitive answer for things. And yeah. then tell me about it instead of throwing things out well, because... They're just leaving you wandering around in the dark. That's exactly right. I mean, it's just like that. You'd if, prefer that. No, I don't want to be in the dark. <laughs> but it's just like that statement there. Yeah. We think it's remotely, you know, the chances yeah. are remote. But we're yeah. not really sure of that. Which leads no. me to believe if I take a trip like to Louisville, Kentucky... Mm-hmm. I can't go that far without having to use the restroom. True. So I'm going to be looking for a citizen of Louisville. Hopefully they'll be straight with me when I ask, where's the nearest heavily wooded area that you have here in this place? (laughs) You know where I'm going.
0: You're going to find a tree. Yes, I am. With some privacy. (laughs) Yes,
1: a thick tree. (laughs) And I couldn't hardly believe that to last a true or did i just make it up statement, Cliff. I mean, I knew it was true. And then I thought, yeah. I wonder how 500 people could possibly get killed every year playing the game of darts. Yeah. And so I decided to Google search that. And about halfway through my typing on that search, I went, whoa, whoa, whoa do you really want this in your search history? How to kill people with a dart. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of police shows on TV, and they always yeah. go back to the computers, and they look at your Google yep. search, and that's like, if I was somewhere and someone got stabbed with a dart, yeah, they would come back here, and they would look, <laughs> and there it is. He's looking it oh, up. Yeah. He looked it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming it's not the dart, you know, that, You know, you blow at people. It's the ones you throw at people. Well, not throw at people. (laughs) No, you don't throw them at people. But evidently 500 people are throwing them at people. they, they They get in the line of fire anyway. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. We all know this man made violins. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking about Antonio Stradivari. Right. And he makes the most expensive violins in the world. But did you also know that he made guitars i didn't even know they had guitars back then cliff i didn't either but he made a small number of guitars and there's only one of these left in existence wow yeah and the other thing the star ratings on netflix i see them all the time in the top left hand corner yeah and i always thought they were based upon other people's reviews of that movie or that show, how good they liked it, how much they didn't like it.
0: Sure. Makes sense to me.
1: And when there's five stars all lit up, I constantly go on there and am disappointed (laughs) because the shows are horrible to me. Yeah. And I found out today those stars are based on how much Netflix thinks that you're going to like this show or this movie. It has
0: nothing to do with actual viewers. No.
1: But there's a thing yeah. on there where you can rate the movies. Yeah. And I always thought they just took all of that in one big lump sum. Yeah. And told you this is a really good movie. No. Yeah. So it's basically, Cliff, Netflix. You never even knew me. <laughs> Trust me. Hey, hey, you know what?
0: What? I've got an extra take it to the bank just for you today.
1: I'll have to admit, Cliff, you've got me rather curious and excited <laughs> here on your. Third, take well, it to the bank today.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a real big proponent of take it to the bank, but I had a bottle of Snapple over the weekend, and if you've ever opened a bottle of Snapple, you know there's always some kind of a unusual fact uh inside the lid, and so I'm like, when I read this, I'm like, that's not true at all. And what better thing to be presented as a take it to the bank is something that no one knew is possible, and yet does happen on a rare occasion and that is it is possible for a sheep and a goat to mate
1: <laughs> didn't we talk about sheeps and goats last week
0: we probably did I think on Friday fact. we did yeah how then how odd is it that on Saturday I would get a bottle of Snapple and I would be presented with the information that the offspring of a sheep and a goat is called a geep a geep <laughs> A geep.
1: I was going with a shoat.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, maybe in some corners of the world it's a shoat, but here it's a geep. And it is proof that one or the other, either the sheep or the goat, has been... (laughs) Oh, I knew that was coming.
1: (laughs) Be safe and make some good choices. Mm-hmm. And she poured all the Chanel number no. five right down the sink. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today. Uh, phrases of the day, start with number three. If they had a machine
0: that licked for you. Number two. I don't understand how people can poop on command. Didn't you already know that was gonna be I, I already
1: true? knew that, yes. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, it relates to what you said there just seconds ago. That's an old lady's perfume.
1: (laughs) But it smells good.
0: If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.